It's HBR, All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence with the latest episode of Off the Road. Today, tapping in on one of rock's most hallowed legacies, Leonard Skinner, a catalog of music that dominates classic rock radio and defines the genre. You know Leonard Skinner. this epic. But Skinner's history also includes the tragic 1977 plane crash that killed six, including vocalist Ronnie Van Zandt. That story was told in the film Street Survivors, the true story of the Leonard Skinner plane crash released last year and based on the experiences of Artemis Pyle, Skinner's drummer at the time, one of only two band survivors still alive as we welcome Leonard Skinner legend and Rock and Roll Hall of Fame member Artemis Pyle from his home in North Carolina for Off the Road. And you're in Hawaii. Isn't that cool? Well, I mean, first of all, it's Hawaii, <laughs> where one of the greatest presidents of all time was born. Right on. Uh, not in Kenya. Oh, man. You know, we played the Neil Blazedell Arena yep. there back in the 70s. Then we went over to Maui before we went to uh, Japan. That's cool. Super appreciating you doing this, uh, my brother. Well, that means a lot to me, Dave. Thank you so much. Uh, and you're very welcome. And uh, so the movie details one of the greatest rock tragedies ever, really. And as one of the only band survivors who's still with us, I was hoping you could walk us through the actual crash that you survived and the remarkable story of how you were the one to climb out of the wreckage and go get help. Yeah, I... I, you know, I think about it every day. Six people were killed on impact. Myself and 19 others uh, survived. After the crash, after we went into the Mississippi pine trees and the plane was torn limb from limb, and it was a tremendous impact, the fuselage of the plane felt like a thousand people were hitting the fuselage with baseball bats. I looked out and saw the left wing actually come off. As soon as everything stopped, I assessed my damage and everything uh, uh, was there, but I had tremendous pain and I was trapped in the wreckage and I pushed through the jagged metal under me, dropped to the ground and the guy that was sitting next to me, Don Crutchmeyer, was saying, I'm pinned. And he said, help. It was the tree, so right? I crawled back. Yeah, there was a tree that was holding him that came up through the fuselage. Unbelievable. It was pinning him in. And, of course, I thought the whole plane was going to burst into flames. I didn't know we didn't have any gas. I didn't know the pilots didn't check and make sure that we were full of fuel to get to Baton Rouge. I thought there's going to be a fire. And so I crawled back up in and cut myself some more and got Don's leg around this tree and pushed it off and kind of fed him through the hole that I had made to the ground, got him out there, set him up against a tree, and did some triage that I learned in the Marine Corps. And then I looked around me, and I realized the only thing that was going to help my friends was help. Mm. It wasn't going to be me doing any triage uh, surgery to 26 people. So I knew that I had to go get help. And as I was walking toward the direction the plane was headed, I came eventually across the pilot and co-pilot. They were definitely dead. 
so I was able to keep putting one foot in front of the other, which was hard to do because of my 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 whole chest had uh, separated the the cartilage and my chest had all ripped up. I didn't know what was wrong with me. Mm-hmm. All I knew is that I felt like I was going to die. And I felt like I needed to get somewhere and tell somebody where the plane was before I died. So I just kept going through the swamp, the black water. I did come across a snake. I yelled at the snake, and then I laughed at myself for yelling at the snake. And when I laughed, I realized I was alive. Right on. And I kept putting one foot in front of the other. I got to a barbed wire fence. I couldn't jump. I had no leverage. I had to roll over the fence puncturing my entire body uh, with the injuries that I got from the plane crash. So, you know, I, w- I wasn't in good shape. But on the other side of the fence, there was like 10 cows. And I could have kissed every one of these cows right in the mouth because they looked so beautiful to me right. because I knew if there was cows, there'd be there people. people. Right. And then, of course, when I got to the farmhouse, walked up in this guy's barnyard, he comes out of his cabin, he's protecting his family. You know, he's got a gun. He told me to stop. I, I really couldn't stop. I was just trying to put one foot in front of the other. I was going into severe shock. I saw the gun. I heard a gunshot. I felt something sting me in the left shoulder. I didn't know what it was because I had injuries from the plane crash. And I thought that the guy shot me. It spun me around. I fell down and I yelled, plane crash, with what I thought was my last breath. And Johnny Moat ran over, and he goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. So he helped me up. He took me into his house. I didn't even ask permission. I just walked to the phone that was hanging on the wall, and I called my wife, Patricia, and I just left her a couple hours before from Greenville, South Carolina. I said, honey, we've had an airplane crash, and there are people that are dead, and I'm alive, and I've got to go back. I've got to take people back to the crash site the whole conversation was less than 30 seconds she burst into tears and she said i understand honey okay and i hung up and then johnny moat put me in his pickup truck and took me to the crash site and we were followed by ambulances and state troopers and cars and locals and everybody we got to where i came out of the woods And I told them, I said, you know, if you throw a baseball from home plate to center field twice, you'll be right on top of the the plane. You'll start seeing wreckage. And that's the last thing I saw. (sighs) What a story, man. And uh, you briefly mentioned it, Artemis, but I think it's worth pointing out. Prior to Skinner, you were, in fact, a U.S. Marine who'd planned a career flying for the Marines, following in the footsteps of your pop, also a Marine who had served in World War II, and later himself was killed in a plane crash. Well, uh, thank you. My, my dad was killed in a plane crash. He was in World War II, as you say, and they would kid him and call him Ernie Pyle. Um, because Ernie Pyle was a famous war correspondent. I think we're related to Ernie Pyle. Wow. He's buried in Hawaii. And then, of course, I joined the Marines in 68, and they called me Gomer, you know. uh, So every time a drill instructor would see my name tag, he'd come up and he'd go, come here, Gomer, you know, and they'd make me come to attention in front of 400 guys waiting to go to Vietnam. These guys were at the chow hall 
and they'd see my name and they'd yell pile and i'd have to come up and i had to say shazam um <laughs> just like gomer i had to say it just like gomer i had to say shazam uh and uh surprise 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 and hey Sarge, and golly all everything that gomer said they'd make me say and uh they got a real kick out of me but dave if i gave some guy that went to vietnam and gave his life for this country and I gave him a belly laugh at my expense, no problem. No problem. I had orders to Vietnam, but my father was killed in a mid-air plane collision in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and they canceled my orders. Of course, I didn't go to Vietnam then. I was a sole surviving son. Uh, uh, I, I went ahead and, and just let my time elapse, and then I got out because my father and I, the plan was, for me to go to Quantico, Virginia, to OCS, Officer's Candidate School, uh, for the Marine Corps, get my captain's bars, and eventually go to flight school and fly for the Marines. And then Dad was killed in that plane crash. I get it. And I, my heart changed, and uh, I became a drummer in a rock band. <laughs> you never know what life is going to throw at you. Uh, from a Marine Corps captain flying jets to a, a drummer in a rock band. So... Being the drummer of Leonard Skinner has saved my life. Right. And I mean that. And we'll hear more about that life tomorrow with Leonard Skinner legend Artemis Pyle, sharing details from the historic plane crash he survived, featured in the recent film Street Survivors, the true story of the Leonard Skinner plane crash. Find this and the complete Off the Road series at hawaiipublicradio.org slash off the road, along with links to subscribe to the podcast. I'm Dave Lawrence.
Mr. Breeze. 